we were sitting there and I turned to Emma. I'm like, man, these old guys got some game. And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, look at them. And she's like, baby, they're prostitutes. And I was like, hey, yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> Trekking heavier, traveling light. There's one thing that's right wherever I go. That's where I am. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the This Week in Zoltan podcast. I am Zoltan. And this is a podcast that uh, I used to do in my living room in front of some plants. And now we're here in a full-on studio in Manhattan, doing it right, sipping coffee, jack to the gills. And uh, I got a guest. We're not doing it by myself anymore. This week, I got uh, my first real guest of the podcast, Chris Milhouse. I've known this guy ever since I started doing comedy. 2006. Welcome Ooh, to the show. Hey, man. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, I love that I'm your first guest. The bar's when he's set real low for you. <laughs> well, it's, Can't get any worse than this. We're doing Obama next week. Yeah, and, I mean, that's uh, that's naturally where you go. Yeah. They're like, Chris Milhouse to Barack Obama. Uh, dude, you've been, um, you're kind of all over. We met in San Diego. Yeah, but, I started but, down there. Yeah, yeah and then... And then I never knew where you lived, whether New York or L.A., because you bounce back and forth yeah, so much. people ask me all the time. You were living, like, you are living the dream, that bi-coastal kind of dream where you're like, I don't know where that guy lives. I don't know <laughs> if he has a house. I don't know if he's just Airbnb bouncing back and forth, living like a Instagram star. What do you, you live here. I live in New York City. Uh, I am in L.A. a lot because my parents still live in Southern California. They live in Orange County. So, like, okay. I go back... You know, see them, and then also to do shows in L.A. and stuff like that. Um, so it's it's it makes it easier when your family's there. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's so I try to go back more often than pa, as than not, I guess. Um, but yeah, I live in New York. Love it here, man. Been here. You, wow. That's your preference, New York. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I mean, weather wise, not so much, but you know, I prefer the uh, the rats and the piss to uh, <laughs> ninety degree weather every day. I, apparently. I mean, I'm new to the city, but I prefer the honesty of the city instead of that fake sunshine yeah. and all that. No, give me some piss and like yeah. I, I took two subway trains to get up here. Oh, look nobody, at you. Nobody stabbed me. I didn't get <laughs> shoved in front of the tracks. I didn't witness anything crazy. Every time I get somewhere it feels like uh, like uh, huh, we made it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I never had that feeling in Southern California. It was just like, yeah, I'm sitting in traffic and once I get there, I get there. But there's this sense of death and danger <laughs> to get to my destination. It makes me yeah. feel alive. Yeah, yeah, New York's that place where you're like, you'll stand there on the corner of the street, like waiting on the light or whatever, like, and you're just like, you look up and you're like, oh, this is so great. I live here. And then all of a sudden, a whiff of just the most disgusting <laughs> thing you've ever smelled in your life will just punch you right in the face. And you're like, I can taste it. I can taste shit from that <laughs> fucking, you know, from that, like, that waft of air that came out of the, the sewer trains. I'm no scientist, <clears throat> but I do believe that when you smell it and taste it, those are the particles of turds there you go. that are wafting yeah. in the air. And that's basically New York City for you. We can't have nice things, you know? Like, you're sitting there and you're like, oh, this is great, it's beautiful city, best city in the world. Oh, God, somebody fucking kill me. <laughs> well, it's when we had the smoke from uh, Canada... And the city was, like, ruined, and everyone put masks on for a day or two, uh, which was wild because we were wearing them in the streets, and we took them off when we were heading into a building. Yeah, it was yeah. such an inverse yeah. of, like, the pandemic. But the crazy <laughs> part was, like, after it, all these articles came out, and it was like, hey, just so you know, like, the air isn't that clean regularly. Yeah. And, and the air, like, I read, like, three articles where they're, like, the air in the subway is only, like, 50% better than what we were, like, breathing in during the smoke <laughs> days. And I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, my favorite was, like, you know, like, it, it's, like, 
death and mayhem. The smoke was so thick. And then there's still people walking around like, I don't need a mask. I don't need a mask. It's, it's, it's not even that bad. It's the same guy who wears shorts in the middle of winter. Like, nah, this isn't cold, bro. It isn't cold. That's why we have, God gave us nose hairs yeah. to block out these Dude, particles. Toughen it up. Smoke. Yeah, it's, uh, I tried. Fucking I act- pussies with masks on. <laughs> Ugh. Dude, I tried to walk down the street and pick up Thai food that day, and I forgot the mask because it was just that day. Yeah. And a block into it, my eyes are watering. I'm Ugh. coughing. I didn't even leave my I'm apartment. Like, <laughs> And they said another thing that they didn't do a good job of. They said that if you're outside for an hour in that type of smoke, it's like smoking six cigarettes. And I'm like, that's I don't smoke cigarettes, but like that's not that bad. I no, thought they meant six packs. That's what I thought they, of I thought they said. Six no, packs they meant six, six cigarettes. individual oh. cigarettes. And it's like, well, for someone who doesn't smoke, is that that bad? Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, like that Tuesday, uh, I went to a show. And I remember I was walking around outside. Uh, a lot of times I go for walks during the day. Yeah, I was walking around outside. And I was like, yeah, I feel like it's going to rain. It felt weird. Like, it wasn't bad. Like, it was maybe a little something wrong with the air, but it wasn't bad. And then I, that was like at like, I don't know, like three or four or something like that. Then I go inside my apartment, take a shower change, go back out to go to my show. And it was like, oh, like what? what is burning? Like, I had no <laughs> idea that that was a thing that was coming yeah. in. And then... After the show that night, I remember seeing it getting worse and worse. After the show that night, I was walking back from the subway. My subway uh, train, my train got just stalled out. They were like, hey, everybody get off the train because somebody killed themselves or something before. Oh, it like, wasn't smoke no, related. It was, it was just regular weird, New York related. Because they force you off the train, then we had to, I had to walk. Right. So Because I was like, dude, there's no other way to, there's no other trains at the station. So I had to walk back up to the uh, the street and then find another train. But I'm like, as I'm walking, I'm like, this is not feeling healthy. Like my throat was like really fucked up. And I'm like, this is something's wrong here. And then the next day, you know, like, was that like two or 3 PM mm-hmm. in the afternoon? It got pitch black out of nowhere. It yeah. was like this, like weird, like orange, yellow type of like, it, like my whole apartment got real dark and I was like, what the fuck? And it, it was different. Cause I live, you know, Southern California. We're used to that. We're used to fire days. And I remember like it, it but it felt worse here. Cause I remember in I high know. school, I had a high school football coach that still wanted to, us to practice during those out, fires, d- during the smoke filled days outside <laughs> and all, enough parents complained that he's like, all right, I guess your kids don't have what it takes. <laughs> and I, they don't have what it takes to win state. Yeah. And then they, he let us go home, but it was, just a different um, yeah i remember living through those san diego beast. wildfires back in the day that were yeah. real bad like it, like the ones that were like burned down scripps ranch down in san diego and uh that was that was weird it was people like it made me give like a flashbacks when during this one during our smoke monster here is that I, I had a flashback because remember if you remember this back in the day that like walking down the street it was like walking in snow but you're walking in ash mm-hmm. so you see all the footprints everywhere from all these because there was so much ash yeah and they just kept saying like hey if you don't have to be outside don't do it yeah, don't like, do it it's, they didn't they didn't even recommend masks back in the day they no. were like no they're like just don't be outside yeah, i mean to, if you are yeah. you are yeah but, uh, you know, <laughs> like, just uh, don't inhale too much please quick statistic a normal day in new york city without anything else going on is the equivalent of about smoking one cigarette a day Wow. Being outside, yeah. Yeah, greatest city in the world. (laughs) Greatest city in the world. We just found out that non-smokers in New York are a little bit cooler now. Because we we do at least smoke one cigarette a day, you know, just after, hey, man. just after coitus. Uh, the um, coitus? Did you say coitus? I said coitus. Oh my god, I'm a big Lebowski fan. <laughs> coitus? Yeah. Uh, but I remember in San Diego, I should punch him for being a nerd. Well, you know, I'll throw out some weird words, man. I'll throw, you know, 
haberdashery. I, uh, oh boy. Uh, in leave. San Diego, I was working at a retirement home, 03, and there was the big wildfires up in North County, and I remember I had to take the city bus into work. I think that's the ones I was talking about. I, 03 was the big one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I had to take the bus into Escondido, kind of San Pasquale area, was where the retirement home was. Yeah. And uh, I'm on this bus, and I'm there's a fire on the left, fire on the right, and the biggest one was ahead of us, and I noticed the bus is heading towards that one. I was like, oh, no. And the fire was seemed right next to the retirement home, to the point where I'm like, why haven't we evacuated? And we had the fire department next door, and they were like constantly in contact. And they're like, don't worry, we'll let you know when you need to go. And it's like, do you realize there's like 200 extremely slow elderly people? Yeah, it's going to take a little yeah, bit of time. It's going to take a minute yeah. to get people loaded. <laughs> and uh, my mom worked there. I have a tiny Hungarian mother, and it was just me and her serving. Everyone else called out sick. Oh. So me and her serving 200 people by ourselves. And I'm all nervous. I'm 15. I'm like, what about the fire? Blah, 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 the fire. Whatever. And then my mom finally frustrated. She cuts me off. She goes, Zoli, if the fire gets close, we leave. We're not helping anybody. Because I was afraid she would want Your to. Your mom is dude. a fucking savage. She is, dude. She just went, they lived a full life. I'm not, if it gets close, we get in the RAV4. We're out. It's it like fucking Rocky, like, if they die, they die. Yeah, dude. She, full Ivan Drago. If he Drago. dies, he dies. Look, they're going to die with a full belly, and there's a fire department. They're in charge of saving people, not us. We're wearing aprons. Listen, they're pissing themselves anyway, so that will help. You know, it keeps the fire away. Keeps the smoke down. Uh, but I don't yeah. know if that's what your mom sounds like, but I just did it. Yeah, a little bit. I, could, uh... I like to just throw a bunch of... She's actually a lot nicer than I make her out to be, but the things that she says are pretty harsh and mean, but All she right. says them with a smile, which is like a hint of creepy, too. Yeah, it is a little yeah. bit creepy. That's serial killery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's I feel a... like a lot of Europeans are kind of like that, you know? like We're cold people. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, people that grew up in Europe have lived through every major war. Yeah. Uh, for the most part. And they've raised their kids as if they, like, it happened... Like that's going to happen to them. Yeah. So like each generation lives as if they've been through war. Yeah. You my, know, and obviously some are still going through it out there, but you know, geez. my grandparents lived through two world wars. So, the, and then they raised my mom who shockingly turned out nicer than she should have been <laughs> for being raised by two world war, world war, not veterans. They didn't fight in it, but they were around survivors. It. Yeah. Survivors. Uh, yeah. It just builds you kind of cold. Yeah. You know? But I remember that I was actually that fire we were talking about. I was working in San Diego and radio. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they evacuated the whole radio station except for like two people. And I was like, am I one of the people? And they were like, no, get out. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> like, Man, like, how low on the totem pole do you have to be to where they're like, you don't get to go home? Well, I think it was just like the final, like, like an engineer and like just to get information out to the I people. I guess and like somebody from the news station that was yeah. like that had to be there and because I worked at Clear Channel, which owned at the time twelve radio stations in San Diego. Later ruled a monopoly uh, that oh, they were like right. just dominating like uh -huh. all the uh, the San Diego airwaves, and then uh, they were forced to sell like four of them. But like at the time, I just remember like sitting in the studio, I'm like trying to report to people. Like I was on Rock 105.3 at the time on that weekend, right. and I was like, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. I said, hey, <laughs> get a little smoky out there. <laughs> I'm going to die. Um, because it was the, the fires were coming near where the station was. Right. Uh, and so, like, you know, they finally evacuated, and I was like, well, this is weird. And then 
But it's also you know, like most... I had to pre-record. The weirdest thing is I had to pre-record the rest of my show. Oh. So then I'm like... So you're talking about it like fires aren't happening. I just had to pretend like, hey, here's the new one from Metallica. Like, oh. <laughs> just pretend the world, the world is burning just like Metallica. Ready? <laughs> and they're on fire. Here's them with yeah. fuel. Yeah. Uh, exactly. the, the, it's like any natural disaster where... The people that grow up around it don't freak out about it. Like every time I go to like Oklahoma or something and I talk about tornadoes, all the people, I'm like, what do you guys do during a tornado? And they're like, we go outside and watch it, which is a horrible <laughs> accent, but it's pretty much what they say. It is. And it's pretty sounds, dead on though, though. It's terrifying to <clears throat> me. But in California, like people are used to fires. People don't want to evacuate. Like I remember the first fire, my mom made us sleep in the minivan and the fire was like way up there. And she's like, she packed the minivan. Just in case. Yeah, just in yeah. case. And I slept in the front seat. We had parakeets and cages in the back. We had like <laughs> all sorts of blankets and paperwork and social security cards. And the fire never came close enough oh, to yeah. us. And then, but every year after that, she's been way more lax. And she's like, eh, we're fine. I had to evacuate my uncle's house for him because they were, him and his family were at Disney. Oh. And so there he like, I called him. I was like, the fire is literally in your neighborhood. Uh, and I was like, I don't know what you want to do. But they've already ordered you to be evacuated, even though you're not there. However, if your house burns down, are you like, is there something that you want me to go and save? And it's nothing weirder and more like, I don't know, shitty than like having to grab like valuables from your family yeah. and save it. Like, and not, not really like jewelry so much. It was just more like paperwork mm -hmm. and like pictures, you mm -hmm. know, like stuff that you like, if it gets lost, it's lost because it's like old picture, you know, yeah. like they didn't, we don't have digital copies from back in the day. And you That's know, that's really nice. See, that wouldn't have yeah. crossed my mind. I I, been I like had, it. Yeah. I just was like, what am I doing? Like I have to do something. Like, that's very kind of you. <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, Oh, you're going to get a clean slot, like a clean slate, get a new house, fill it up with some new crap. Yeah. It's I turned on their well. sprinklers. I was like that. <laughs> that'll help. That'll do it. That's going to save it. Every wildfire in California, will have at least one new shot of some doofus in his backyard with 50-foot flames and a garden hose. Yeah. He doesn't even have a nozzle on it. He's got his thumb over the hole, and he's like, I got it, dude. Yeah. I, I have he's got a super soaker. He's like, <laughs> you don't come at me. I learned. And then afterwards, he's like being interviewed with no eyebrows. Yeah. And he's like, I, got, uh, I shouldn't I don't know have what happened. Like, dude, leave. I had it, man. I had it. It was so close. Leave. Leave. Get the hell out of there. But um, anyway, yeah. You and I... Uh, you and I travel a decent amount. We were actually in the same town. We were in Seattle. Mm -hmm. We didn't have a chance a to meet up. Yeah, Seattle. Shout out Seattle. Far enough away. I'm a big fan of Seattle. This was your first time there? First time there. It was all right for me. Like, I mean, look, the crowds were good, but uh, overall, like, I just feel like it. the pandemic really fucked it up pretty bad, and it's still struggling to get back Have to you? Been, were you there before the pandemic? No, no, no. Oh, but okay. just, no, from what I heard, like from before. a lot of people told me like that yeah. it, was, it wasn't as bad as it is now. Oh, it was okay. bad from what I heard before, prior, especially with the homeless problem and all that and the drug problems. But, like, it just it seems even worse now. Like, the cops just don't want to get involved. Yeah. They just sit on the corner to make sure the tourists don't get attacked. Yes. Like, that's all they – that's their whole job. You can smoke – a whole, a whole lot of crack yeah, right in, in front open. of the cops and they're just like, cool, just don't touch the tourists. Yes. Yeah. And to me, that's what, I've been going to Seattle since 2013 and that's the Seattle I know. Hmm. So maybe it's even gotten worse since then, but like I used to work the comedy yeah. underground in Pioneer Square and they used to put me up in this little condo and I'd open the window and look down at the alley one floor below. There's just a circle of people smoking crack. Jeez. And that's how I'd start the day. Yeah. And I actually, on the other with side. With a little bit of crack. With a little bit yeah. of crack. Hey, it's You're a like, good hey, waft it up here. <laughs> you think cold brew gets you going? Yeah. Try to hit a crack. Ooh. All right, you will be out there. You will be done with your Some good errands. morning crack. 
crack. Uh, but there was actually a... Uh, I feel like this is an SNL skit going to happen. <laughs> Start your morning with crack. Uh, get rid of those that pesky custody of children with a little bit of yeah. crack. Uh, there Hate was your a, problems? <laughs> there, <laughs> Smoke some crack. You'll never remember. I remember the condo they put you up in, there was a drug dealer across the alley in the other building. Yeah. And there was a window I couldn't fully close. So all night you would hear someone come into the alley and go, Maurice. <laughs> and, and then you'd hear someone from one of the windows goes, yeah, what you want? And they're like, you know what I want? And then like a drug deal would happen over and over again, like all throughout the night. And then at three in the morning, uh, uh, another be funny if he was just in. like a, selling flowers. Yeah, yeah, you know, through the <laughs> <Those> alley. Petunias. <laughs> <laughs> and someone came in at like three in the morning and went, Maurice, and he's like, I be sleep. And then nobody came and bothered him the rest of the <laughs> night. It's like the word spread that mm. Maurice has called it for the evening. It's three thirty, and we got to get some sleep. So he was like, <laughs> it was a very interesting. You know, it felt good. That's that's what comedy gets you because I remember the week before. I was working the MGM Grand at Brad Garrett's club, mm -hmm. and they put you in this super nice hotel. Yeah, it's nice over and there. Yeah. It's beautiful. And then the next weekend, I'm in like a flop house in Pioneer Square, oh, yeah. across the alley from Maurice. That's, that's what comedy is, man. We like we are such abused children for this fucking art form that we do. Like we people will be like, you want to do like a crack house basement <laughs> with like six people, uh, none of which know comedy's about to happen. Uh, are you cool with that? We'll give you two drink tickets, and you're like, yeah, we got to get these jokes out, man. And, <laughs> and we do it, and then we go and we do nice rooms like Brad Garrett's comedy club in Vegas, and you're like. Is, is this what it's like? Is this what it's <laughs> is, supposed is, is to be? Is, is this what nice things are? Doing comedy, doing stand-up is like uh, having an absentee father, where like the weekends he doesn't show up, your stepdad takes you out to something really crappy. But the weekends <laughs> he does show up, he really tries to make up for the other weeks. Yes, And that's yes. when you end up working the nice club with the nice hotel room. <laughs> Great and analogy. And we, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, but the other weeks, you're like, you're hanging out with Hank. Yeah. And he's dating your mom and he doesn't love you, <laughs> but your mom pestered him to taking you to Chuck E. Cheese yeah. and you're trying to have the best time you but can. He'll give you $5 to play video games so he can rail your mom out in the back room. <laughs> Is that what was going on? Yeah, probably. Uh, ah, damn it. I thought, oh, I thought they were watching TV. Dude, in Seattle, by the way, yeah. to cut you off, but like <laughs> we, um, so we went out to go have some drinks afterwards and, uh, it's one of the local comedians who used to live here in New York. Uh, I forget his name. But anyway, um, and uh, we had a photographer named Mike who was with us. And so the three of us go to this bar that's like an English pub that's attached to the hotel. And uh, we're at the bar and we go to play pool. There's a little pool table there. And there's this like woman who's like younger, like I'd say like 20s, early 30s, maybe tops with a really old dude at the bar and I'm like, oh, like that's definitely you've seen enough prostitutes in your time where you're like, that's that's definitely a situation and then, uh, and she keeps on staring at me across the bar like she's like, and then she followed me down to where the pool tables were and she's like, oh, you guys look like you're having fun, can I hang out with you guys? And it was like, uh, yeah, and let me just say this, lovely woman, but um, this is one of the most disgusting looking people I've ever seen. Like, she, like, looked like she'd been in a fire. Like, it oh, was... Oh, no. Wow. Yeah, well, I was like, yeah, I mean, look, very I mean, nice person, but, you know, uh, at least I think. Good and Lord. So then she's, like, trying to hang out with us and trying to hang out with us and, like, you know, and then she's like, can I play pool with you guys? And we're like, yeah, sure. You tell us some grand stories about, like, your whoredom and, like, because she <laughs> she told us, she was like, yeah, I, I am a whore. Like, I am a prostitute. Like, she said like whore. she had business cards. She was, like, basically, she was like, wow. oh, I work 
park the strip club down the street and i also like you know i'm i'm for hire for whatever you want and like we're like cool but like we don't want that so we're just like hanging out and then you know she's like going on and on about all these stories and then she was like um hey is it like is it cool if like you guys like walk me to the front of the building where i get an uber and we're like yeah sure so we like walk her and then and then she was like, oh, the, you know, this, this guy's staring at me creepy. Can we, like, I wait in your lobby? And I was like, yeah, all right. And then she goes, can I go up to your room and call this Uber? And I was like, absolutely not. You cannot. And she was just like, oh, that's weird. And I was like, no, no, it's not. Like, I said, you can just stay here in the lobby and call your Uber. And she was like, oh, like, and then she looked at, like, the other guy. She's like, can I go up to your room and call the Uber? <laughs> and we're like, all of us were like, No. What a no. weird. Yeah, I that's don't like know. a friend that won't go home. It was. It know? was some. I don't even know. She. She might not have had a place to go. A, I think that's more. What or it is. B. She was just gonna try to rob one of us. Um, you know, like that type of situation. So yeah. it was very sketchy, but we, t I'll show you the picture later, but we actually took a picture of all of us together because <laughs> we thought it was hilarious. Uh, that she like, thought you guys were friends at that point. Yeah. She's like, she oh, thought we were, we're all on BFFs. The couch. She was like, I'm going to like get some money out of one of these motherfuckers. Wow. But like, yeah, no, you're, you're more, you're not as naive as I am. Cause I remember Emma and I went to Thailand last November and we went into a bar and this entire bar was old men hanging out with young Thai women. And what were you at, thought were Thai women. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> but I, I just remember uh, we were sitting there and I turned to Emma. I'm like, man, these old guys got some game. And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, look at them. And she's like, baby, they're prostitutes. And I was like, hey, yeah, that makes more sense. Because <laughs> it was just like a bar. Make it your wasn't, money go far here. Yeah, like I imagine what a sex worker type bar would look like. And that's it. And that wasn't it. No, really? Like, oh. It was a nice, like, uh, it was like an Irish pub in the middle of Bangkok. And like, I was like, oh, this is cool. Everyone's just <laughs> hanging out, having fun. And then I was like, oh, oh, oh. And then like slowly it comes in, you know? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was my Seattle trip. That was it. I was only... <laughs> I was only there for one night, and then we stayed all day the next day to um, just do touristy shit. Like, yeah. uh, I went to Space Needle, and then went to the... Actually, it was really cool, the Pop Culture Museum, which oh. was awesome. And there was, uh, like, so many exhibits from, like, really cool bands and rock stars and, like, rappers and all this stuff. Like, um, they had, a whole, obviously, a whole Nirvana exhibit because, you know, it's Seattle. So, like, that was a really cool exhibit, to be honest, because it had, like, you just don't find, this is, like, a weird fact, but you just don't find stuff from Nirvana. They only no. really existed for, like, two to three years from their height until he killed himself. And they were, they took a long break in that time from touring. So, like, to get stuff, like, instruments from them is really hard to come by. So they had, like... A few things, but I'm like, I'm sure that that's the majority of the Nirvana collection was in that, right? In that um, exhibit at the Pop Culture Museum. But you know, they had a couple broken guitars. That's so cool. Curtis to smash them, things like that. That was a really that was worth it for me to stay just longer to all day Sunday kind of just stuff. to see that stuff. Like, and they had the whole Pop Culture Museum. Like, it was really cool. They had like a sci-fi exhibit. They have a horror exhibit. They had, you know, all the the rock star stuff, like all the guitars from famous people, um, bass you know drum sets like right. um they had uh like a ton of like video game exhibits and stuff too so it was cool that's i mean that's i'm a museum guy too so that's right up my alley but yeah. i was actually just thinking of nirvana and how they're thought of and you're like man if i wish kurt cobain was still around but the fact that it ended the way it did and yeah. as early as it did i kind of i think it adds to the aura of him and the band. Oh, yeah. Because I, there is this fear in my head of all my favorite artists that did die young 
if they lived long enough, yeah, if would they, they be Kid Rock hating Bud Light? Yeah, probably. You, you know, like, <laughs> like, how disappointing would that be to be like Nirvana? Like, not my shitty beer. <laughs> not my shitty beer. <laughs> Like how? Because you think about that, and you're like, who would it be? Like, where would Tupac come as you are? Would be like a whole right wing thing. Just, yeah. <laughs> like they're playing it as Trump it, comes it, to the yeah, come as you are. <laughs> they like it all, makes you wonder. All the left were like, no, come as you are, and all the right they're like, no, 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 like switch it. It, it I don't know. It yeah, makes, I, uh, I, I just feel like if like there's, I mean, I feel like Family Guy or somebody made fun of this, like uh, where they were like, if Kurt Cobain survived, and he just started playing shitty like alt music, like you know, like. Uh, everyone like, ages it, everyone ages everybody changes I mean like a lot of these rock he stars probably, he, you know? if anybody had a chance to stay cool the longest it would have been him oh I, I think, think we could have gotten at least one if not um, two more really good Nirvana albums absolutely. out of them at least one more absolutely but therefore they like the decline like even with like um, Foo Fighters uh, which I like I like the Foo Fighters a lot they're a great live act right they kill it on stage but their last like three records have been such a decline. Like, mm -hmm. they just released one. It was the worst. Like, I couldn't... <laughs> I was like, this... And I like the Foo Fighters. Like, I really, like, do... Yeah. I'm a big fan of them, but I'm like, is this what would have happened if Kurt was around? Like, That's me and Metallica. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, Their newest one is okay. I like, like it, but yeah. I'm, I'm also too much of a diehard fan yeah. to where I even liked St. Anger, but I couldn't like Lulu, which was this horrible album they put out with Lou Reed. Oh, and it, right. it's unlistenable. Yeah. Like, I'd rather listen to... I don't know, name a horrible band. I'd rather listen to their entire album yeah. than, than oh, have like, to listen to Lulu. Red Hot Chili Peppers, man. And, uh, like, they released one, like, during the pandemic. I want to say, like, 2020, 2021, the something Black like Summer? that. Black Summer? I don't know, but they released two. They, oh, went, yeah, they yeah. followed it up so quickly because the the one yeah, they the, released the was one. horrifically bad. It was The like, first one or the second one? The first one. The second you didn't one, like so, the first one? No, I thought it was the worst piece of shit I've ever heard in my life. I was like, this is Black what happens when, when you retire and you're just like... Yeah, and they're like, let's go back to doing work now. And then it was You know those guys that start bands in their sixties? Yes. And then the highest they get to is playing at a wedding. Yes. That's, That's where the Chili Peppers yes. are at. That's where Metallica's at. Like they had at. a song about sitting in traffic. And that was the whole lyrics were like, sitting in some traffic. Sitting in some traffic, like, and you're like, maybe I didn't listen to that whole record. I, I yeah, it was. I, I think I missed the sitting in. Traffic maybe I song. listened to some weird shit, but like, wow, it was, I was like, I can't believe this is the hook. It's just about sitting in traffic, Everybody and I was like, that's ages. what I mean. They, that's what rich people's problems are. Like, yeah. they literally were like, man, what's the worst thing about life for me? Uh, a multimillionaire. I guess when I have to sit in traffic in LA. <laughs> it's the same with Metallica. Like, yeah. uh, I love the lyrics, but at, at times I feel like James Hetfield is digging to, like, how can I sound not like I'm trying to sound 20, but still use cool words about doom and death and depression and, <laughs> and hell and fire and brimstone. Yeah. But be 60, but be as cool as I was. And it's just hard. Yeah. It's hard because you can't imagine a 60 year old <clears throat> just talking about doom and gloom in, in that metal sense, you know? It's more, it comes off cranky, just cranky metal. You know what I think is a lot of times with like, whether it's a rapper or a rock star or whatever, um, when a band or an artist gets so big, they have people around them that are afraid to tell them no. Yeah. They have a lot of people that just say, well, oh, beyond like, music. Yeah. No, no, no. That's great, man. You, I mean, like, who's going to tell Metallica that their songs stink? No. And you, I, you can't, like, because you're just like, you were happy to have the work if you're the producer. You want to be producing the next Metallica record. Yeah. And then you're really, you're going to give, like, a little bit of input, but you're not going to, like, overstep and be like, dude, guys, this, this is trash. Like, the, you can't, like, the worst thing that could ever happen, I'll, I'll take it a step beyond music, just fame. Yeah. Is have a bunch of people on payroll around you. 
Yeah, because they'll, yeah. they'll never tell you the truth. They'll never like, tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, paint your hair blue. Yeah. Don't go to therapy. I everything's mean, <laughs> fine. Uh, everything's okay. Yeah. And because there's still cash in the checks. And, of course, and they're like, of course. They're not going to yeah. tell you the truth. I had a friend of mine whose friend was rich, and they had a $400 therapist. And I'm like, that's not telling you the truth. You know who tells you the truth? A $100 therapist yeah. that doesn't need you to show up next week. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. $400 therapist is going to tell you enough to come back again next week, maybe twice the week next. Mm-hmm. You got to get a good 90 to to $100 therapist. Anything above that, they're going to they're yeah. gonna lie to you. They're yeah. going to lie to you. Instead of yes men, you need no men around you. You, you need, need people that are like... Honest friends. You know, like, That's, I, I went to my buddy's bachelor party this weekend, and it was a bunch of people like, that... Honestly, I, please don't fuck the strippers. Yeah. <laughs> We had we were in Parker, Arizona, so there was nobody. Uh, it was just a bunch of guys hanging out and a bunch of like uh, people that. Well, it was a bunch of people. Everyone else. In not Parker, that there's anything wrong with that, you know. I mean, if you're into it, just jerk each other off. <laughs> Look, I'm not. You know what happens in Parker. Anyway, uh, the uh, the residents of Parker, Only gave Arizona. You anyway, uh, they all look like they raided the Capitol. That's who the residents ooh. of Parker, Arizona are. Which I, sounds I, about right. I lived in Arizona for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, maybe you'll relate to this, but in California, I used to say there's two political parties in California. There's people that go to the beach and people that go to the river. And it's a, it's not even a conservative liberal thing. Mm-hmm. It's just a hard line of, of, uh, of, I don't know, sensitivities or demeanors. But there's a hard line where you can look at someone and go, that person goes to the river. <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay. you can tell. And yeah. uh, um, we went out there and it was such a weird mix because now we're in our late 30s, early 40s, like my friend group. And half of us, there's nine of us there. Half of us did all the drugs, and other half that I was a part of were just sipping white claws for two days. <laughs> and it, we were just looking at the drug guys, like, dude, you're gonna have a heart attack. And don't you want to go jet skiing? And they're like, let's just stay here and do all the drugs. And it was <laughs> like, like a it, jet ski. Let's do it all at once. <laughs> all now. We ended up renting jet skis for like eleven hundred dollars. We rented all these jet skis. Barely used them. Oh, it was like a, a '90s drug waste. commercial yeah. where they're like, "Don't do drugs, you'll become lame and sit on the couch." <laughs> and then that's what they did. And yeah. then we're like, "Don't you want to go get some burns?" Yeah. And we just looked, we just looked lame as hell. But it was a, it was a good mix. Like one of, uh, one of the friends in the group was I didn't know him personally, but my buddy did, and he's just like a San Diego bro with the tattoos everywhere. And on the long drive out there, we were talking about work and stress and life. And he just said, you know, money isn't everything. Uh, even, that's what I've learned, even though I have the opposite tattooed on my leg. <laughs> money is everything. He had money is everything. Tattooed on his leg in cursive. And then he came to the realization, <laughs> maybe in that car ride, yeah. that he's like, you know, money really isn't everything. Well, at least he didn't get it tattooed above his ass, you know? like that. <laughs> Money is everything. And you're like, what were you doing here? <laughs> the rent's due on the first. Yeah. yeah. But it's, uh, where are you at? Are you, like, falling into, because you're around my age, maybe a little bit older. Yeah, early are 40s. You, yeah, early 40s. So, like, are you are you still drinking, going hard, or are you like, uh, man, it's 8 o'clock and bed sounds good. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I'm I'm a little mixture of both. Like, I, I drink, like, a couple days a week, and, yeah. like, if I drink, I usually drink. And then it gets harder and harder to get up the next day. Like, as you're getting older, you're like, these hangovers are debilitating as yeah. you get older. And you, you just can't party as much. So, like, I pull it back. Usually during the week, I don't drink at all. Um, usually, like, it's, like, Monday through Friday. Pretty good. You know, Saturday, maybe Sunday, I'll do, like, um, 
like a Sunday fun day type thing where you just drink during the day and, and then Saturday cocaine. night. Yeah, Monday, like that's the that's <laughs> how you get over the, the hangovers. Coke on Monday, you got cocaine Mondays, you got crack Tuesdays, uh and then heroin Wednesdays because you need a nice come down is like like Jesus. mellow you out, you know. But uh <sighs> yeah, dude, I can't I can't drink as much as I used to. And it's funny because like, you know, I was at a family function this past weekend, uh, and like my family's Irish, like yeah, Irish, Irish, you know, Irish. like second generation, like drinking. yeah. So yeah. they they just kept on asking me like if I'm okay because I didn't drink, and <laughs> they I was like, you were depressed. They were, for they not were like, are you all right? Like, what's going on with you? Like, are you, do you have health problems? Are you on like like do you have some sort of STD that you can't drink because you're on fucking like. I was like, yeah, I wish I was that cool. I'm I on just antibiotics, don't. ma, for <laughs> yeah, the clap. Yeah, exactly. I can't. I can't. Yeah. yeah, I love the woman uh, that was unclean. I'm sorry, Grandma. Um, but yeah, that's no. hilarious. Yeah, so like, it, they just. I remember the amount of times I kept getting offered alcohol. <laughs> I was like, well, you know. And they're and they're secretly they're talking behind your back. Oh, like, probably. They were like, like, I don't know if he's depressed. all right. Like, is he? I, I think I'm he's like, down. have you seen? Have you seen the therapist? We like, should take him yeah. to church. I just also like, uh, you know, I just I just can't. I didn't want to drink that hard this weekend. We had to do. I went to for there for like a christening. Uh, my my, I'm the godfather of my cousin's son. Yeah, yeah. And so like I had to like I was like I'm not gonna be hung over in a church at eight a.m. You know, like dropping your kid in the water. You yeah. know, like Catholic Church, man. You're the yeah. only one that wasn't. I know, pretty hey, much, dude. Dude, hey, like this. they go hard, bro. When they bring out the communion wine, and you can see who's <laughs> who's hung over because the hands are shaking and they're not old. You know, they're just like it's got the they got the the vodka shakes for the next day, literally pounding down like wine. The cold sweats yeah. in that humid church air. Well, it's funny because this church, like they served it in like um. I've never seen this before because I never I don't go to church anymore. But like, they had uh, the communion wine in little shot glasses, yeah. and I was I've never seen that. It's always been in a like a in a uh, whatever they call a it chalice chalice. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so like, and so like you saw this. I saw this older lady take multiple. She was like, huh, 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 and like just throwing back shots, and then the, the priest was like, okay, okay, <laughs> all right, like like they her like yeah, they did because the she was like. Boom, boom, and I'm like, and then I saw a kid go up there and take one, and I was like, whoa, 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 like that kid's like eight, wow. and then uh, they they're like, oh no, they also have grape juice up there, and I was like, oh, I'm like, I don't think the old lady had grape juice, <laughs> the kid obviously did, but like it Depending was weird. On who the pastor is, that might not have been grape juice either. For yeah, the kid. maybe. Yeah, but well, I don't know. Like I, can, I can't. Like also, if I know I have to get up early the next day, like yeah, I can't do it. I'm just a, not an early morning person. Like I, I am. Don't I don't have it. I've never been a morning person in my entire life. I've always been cranky ever since I was like a kid i've never been the morning person and so like i have a whole bit about it in my stand-up but like i just i, I it's, it's true like if i have a 6 a.m flight or 7 a.m flight i don't go to sleep the night before because i can't my brain won't shut off right because it just knows that like oh i can't function off of two three hours of sleep or whatever <laughs> you know so i end up like usually trying to sleep on the plane or when i get no, there the, the, sleep I on sleep. a plane doesn't count now i keep telling my wife that doesn't really work my, i'll fly back from somewhere and it's like a six hour flight yeah and she's like did you sleep on the flight and i'm like yeah i slept like half of it she's like that's like three hours i'm like that sleep doesn't count no it doesn't really you're never fully asleep no you're always you're like in and out hurt. yeah you're in and out yeah. you're sitting up if you can sleep comfortably yeah. sitting up, you're 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 a psycho. You're a serial killer. You're oh, a horrible no. person. You have no heart. You don't love puppies. There's all sorts you're also of like things wrong. You're hunched over like a dead body, and then like yeah. the plane moves, and you're like, uh, uh, and like your neck falls down. You're yeah. like, what? Like, it's fake sleep. And uh, yeah, I can't do it. I slept but, on the the over. I did the overnight uh, from Seattle. Red eye. Yeah, the red eye. And uh, but I had my whole row to myself, right. so I laid down on it, but it still couldn't really sleep. Like yeah. I was still like very much like. My brain was still aware, like awake, but my body was asleep. It was weird. Like, I don't know how to, 
explain that, but like I was all cracked out is what I was trying to tell you. Well, you know, you you live and learn in Seattle. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember because I'm not a I'm not much of a drinker at all. I'm like a one cocktail guy, and I get there pretty good. Uh, but mm-hmm. my buddy, because of the fentanyl crisis, oh yeah, I was like, man, you guys are gonna buy a cocaine and do that? Like, what about the? Th-? He's like, don't worry, I bought testing fentanyl strips. testing strips yeah. on Amazon. But he didn't know how to work it, so he bought. There's a pile of it, and he just threw a testing stick into the pile. And like, when, what what if it says yes? You yeah, gotta like, get the thing out. Of there. Yeah, it was, <laughs> how you gonna my, get the thing out of there? My buddy was <laughs> his other friend was like, do you, "What do you do now?" And he goes, "I don't really know." He's like, "Didn't you read the instructions?" He's like, "I think I threw them away." Oh and my I'm, god! And I'm like, "What are you waiting for?" Also, like, are you waiting for the stick to explode, or are you waiting for it to turn red? Yeah. Like, don't do it. <laughs> like, what do you what do you wait? And then they're like. Yeah, I guess it doesn't work. And then someone, someone, well, the guy with the, uh, the money and everything <laughs> tattoos, like, I'll give it a shot. And then apparently he he doesn't have a lot of to live for, did. and so he gave it a run, and he didn't die. And so the other two partook. <laughs> and like, meanwhile, let's me, have a tester guy. <laughs> yeah, we had a tester guy. And you know what? If there is a tester guy, it should be the guy. It that should be the guy. That says money, money is, is it, it, money is money everything, is but everything. now believes the opposite. Yeah. He's just a, a flowing contradiction. <laughs> um, he went and tried it for the group. What a what a hero and. Uh, and then me and the other half of the group that wasn't partaking in any of that were sipping on white claws, and just looking at him, going, "They're almost forty, dude. Like they look, <laughs> they look at me the way like a doctor would look at us for having like a double cheeseburger in our forties. You're like, you gonna oh and fries? You're gonna do that? You're gonna clog up your entire heart? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like but now then, you're speaking my language. <laughs> now that's me. Like maybe I should start doing coke. You know what it was? Everyone that weekend went into their vices. Like oh. those guys went into drugs. Yeah, you notice that I with dove into parties. food. Like we yeah. ordered. Me and the other guys were like food addicts, so we just like were crushing brisket. <laughs> we ordered Domino's. Yeah. We just and there's only two toilets, so we just like had to argue <laughs> over these toilets. The people doing the drugs didn't eat at all. Yeah, and it <laughs> was uh, everyone just dove into their vices, and I guess my vice is food. Hmm. I guess yeah. You notice thing. that like with bachelor parties, you see your your buddy's true colors come out a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of. Uh, I did notice this because most of my friends don't have kids, but the ones that did, that weekend meant a lot. To oh, them. it does because they got to get away. They want to like, they don't like let loose. Like I, like my cousin, uh, he's like my brother. We're real close. Like he lives yeah. in the middle of the woods in New Hampshire. And that that's the one who I went to the christening for or whatever. And how stoked was he? Well, my, like he was, well, he was mad because I didn't drink. I'm always the guy that drinks with him and nobody else is really drinking. And he was like, he thought we were going to stay through Sunday into Monday. Right. But like everybody had to work on Monday and also just like, I get me out of the woods, dude. Like it's a long drive. Uh, I had no other way of getting in and out of where they live in New Hampshire. Like they're it, in the It was the just woods. a total letdown. So I was like, yeah, just let This was let his Super yeah. Bowl. And he was, that's the thing is like when he, so when his brother got married uh, this last year, we had a bachelor party, and he would have sworn he was the one getting married, right? Because I mean, I'm telling you, he was like going nuts. He's like, it he's like, who's doing that, shots? Who's doing shots? We're doing shots, and he just started like it meant the world to him. And yeah, the, yeah, oh, yeah. I just read today that the we're the oldest we America has ever been. The median age is almost 39. And no one's having kids. Like, very yeah. few people are having kids. And yeah. you know what? The reason no one's having kids is you people that have kids, every time you get away from them, you treat it like the Super Bowl, and it scares <laughs> the crap out of the rest of us. The True. rest of us are afraid to have children We're because like, you desperately need time away from them every time we see you. Yeah, you're and, like, I'm worried about you. Yeah. I'm worried about all of you. Yeah, I've yeah. seen... 
I, I've seen people smoke crack in Seattle with less stress yeah. in their eyes. And you're like, hey, at least than, I, they just go, parent, at least they don't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> then a parent having a weekend away. Yeah. Like, man, you ever see a parent with a weekend away? It makes you uh, want to have a full-on vasectomy. Because yeah. you're like, I never want to have that much joy to be away from my house that much. Yeah. You know, like, I had a great time at the bachelor party. I got to hang out with my buds. We yeah. caught up on everything. It was Good. cool. Nice. But after, after about, like, halfway into the second day, I'm like, I could be home right now. This oh trip, yeah! Like this doesn't this trip doesn't mean as much to me as it does to the people whose life suck at home because they have a bunch of kids. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Vance. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking about you. <laughs> it's always funny too, like if you do like a Vegas trip with like mm-hmm. your friends, especially at this age. It's such a different ball game than it was when you were in your early twenties. Like you and I both used to live in San Diego. Yeah, and, like it's LA. A five hour drive. You just hop over, like you take a flight for like you yeah, know forty five minutes, bucks, yeah, yeah, for, for nothing. Airlines, yeah, yeah. You, Spirit Airlines, the Southwest flight is less than a hundred bucks, and uh, you go and you you know your friends are you know partying all night. Like you walk out of the club, you're like, oh, it's daylight. What the fuck, you know? Yeah. And then fast forward to when you're like late thirties, early forties. Like everyone's in bed by eleven, maybe midnight, and then like, and it's so they're debilitated for the whole fucking trip. And, after and that they want to go home, yeah. And, or and, and the worst one part of your f- friends still goes missing because you're like, <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's like a ver- like a, your version of the Hangover, really, yeah. you know? Like, and it's so unfair because early twenties, you have no money. Yeah, you're staying at the Stratosphere for thirty dollars with a like night. ten people in one room. With ten people in one room, <laughs> you ask for two rollaway cots. They say you can only have one. Yeah. Someone has to sleep on the floor. That floor is gross. Someone's in the bathtub. Yeah, and you guys, every place you go, you're like, do you have drink discounts? Can I get a wristband where yeah. you can just chug boot? Yeah, like I remember. If once, I bring in randoms from the casino, some girls, like, can we get in for free? <laughs> like, can we do a two for one? We used to do that. They would be like, because they say if you bring girls in, we'll let you all in for free, or we'll like, like two for one type of deal. So we would walk around the casino and dude. ask random women, like, hey, I can get us in for free, and they're like, the, every woman that goes to Vegas knows that they can get in for free. They Already. all know, like. Yeah, yeah the, all they have to do is go in with walk you. Walk up to the yeah. front, and they're like, "I'm not gonna wait in line. I'm a woman." Like, and so like that's yeah, yeah. That, so we'd walk around. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, okay." And we would tell them like, "We'll buy you a drink on the when you get inside." And then you think about it, you're like, ah, "That's the same price as it was to get there, there was to pay to get, to get in. in." And you're like, "And they don't kick you out." I remember I no. got the wristband once. I was 21, and I kept dropping drinks. I dropped like three or four oh drinks, glass everywhere. Yeah, they didn't and care. with each one, I'm like, "That's it." Yeah, they're booting me. Not in not Vegas. Not only did they not clean it Vegas. up, they gave me another drink. Yeah. Like one time I dropped it in front of a lady in, in a wheelchair. Like I was like, this is like, this is like going against the ADA, like the 1977 <laughs> American Disabilities Act. Like she's got to go over glass now. And they're just like, oh, here's your drink. And I'm like, please stop serving. Yeah, stop. I, I need to be cut off. Yeah. Like what is wrong with you people? I once, I once left a nightclub. Uh, my friends were all in there still partying. We had just really gotten there. I was trash, trash before we even went in because we were all taking shots. And then. We took more when we got in there, and I just, I way overdid it. I just yeah. couldn't drink at that time like I can now, which is sad. And uh, <laughs> so uh, I remember I left because I was like, I didn't know where the bathroom was, but I knew there was one outside of the club, like yeah. in the in the casino area. So I found that, and I passed out after throwing up in the bathroom so much so that I was out for like an hour or two, and the cleaning crew called security because they found me. And they were like, oh, like, sir. And like, they woke me up. And I was like, what? I was like, no, I'm just taking a shit. And they were like, 
your whole body was on the floor. I was like, yeah, I'm shitting. That's how I do it. I do it vertically and I, uh, with my clothes on. And security was like, it's okay. He's like, yeah, you know, like, can I get you anything? I'm like, yeah, another uh, whiskey uh, ginger ale. And they were like, okay. And they gave it to they you? They let me go back to the bar. And I was like, this is a tight, like, that's a cry for help. If you find my lifeless body next to a fucking toilet in a casino, Help me. Don't fucking enable me. <laughs> Two things we learned today. Number one, you parents, stop looking so happy when you're away from your kids. You're scaring the rest of us off from being fathers. Yes. And number two, Vegas, cut people off. Yeah. Cut people off or we'll stop coming back. Stop encouraging terrible behavior. Yeah. <laughs> we saw the movies. We already came with bad intentions. Yeah. If we're... Say if we're passed out in a bathroom saying we're taking a dump in our pants vert like horizontally. I'm fully clothed. Yeah, I'm fully clothed. And I'm yelling, I'm taking a shit. Yeah, like <laughs> cut the cleaning crew's trying to like hose me down. <laughs> I think this podcast has been a PSA. Uh, I think this is, <laughs> I think that's this has been more of a, us just like letting loose of like all the stuff that we were like holding on to. Like, well, that's what it's about here at this week in Zoltan. I made that myself. This, didn't point that out. This week in the Zoltan. Uh, before we go, uh, social media plugs. Yeah, What's your handles? Sure. Uh, at Chris Millhouse, two L's and millhouse like the simpsons chris millhouse come see me i don't know when he releases how uh, uh, i don't know yet uh but just uh i'm gonna put up a few episodes but just so people know when we are recording this uh there is a submarine trapped in the ocean there well, just to give you an well, idea of when this was recorded i i think that they're all dead and but like because it's uh, out of i think by now they're all out of air ah. yeah i think they did the math on that and they were like Ugh. by the way how uh, how great of a social media darling is the guy who's on the submarine step kid. Have you seen this? My wife told me about this. Yes. The OnlyFans model that yeah, there's out. a bunch there's a bunch of no, there's a bunch of shit like going on with this guy. So the, there's a guy on the submarine that's that's trapped down in the Titanic. Uh he's a billionaire. Uh his stepson is a nightmare. His stepson has already been arrested multiple times for uh threatening to kill DJs. Um he went to the Blink 182 concert to celebrate the fact that his stepdad is trapped in a fucking submarine and then he was trying to, <laughs> he was shooting his shot now because he's getting famous because he's such a nightmare everyone's figuring out who he is he's he's tweeting only fans models trying to fuck and he's he's shooting a shot like hey good for you buddy go for it but like also uh, congratulations on being a complete nightmare. Everyone knows that you're a complete nightmare. I'm going to keep following this dude, even though his dad is probably dead, uh, because you know that he's probably going to inherit a lot of that money. It's weird because, like, as a billionaire's son, couldn't you hit on OnlyFans models anyway? You don't need a tragedy. But now he's getting the fame from this, and he was hitting on Cardi B or something, and then she was like, oh, bro. That's... She goes, bro, your stepdad is lost at sea. And he oh, was it's like a stepdad. Yeah, that's stepdad. what it is. Yeah. yeah. And so like mm -hmm. he's like, yeah, but I've like always hated I Keith. need comfort. <laughs> you know, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he shot a shot at Cardi B. <laughs> well, bless his heart. Yeah, bless and, his heart. Uh, which follow is Chris Millhouse on all the shitty. things. Go to your website. Is that what your shows are? Yeah, website, Instagram, all that stuff. I have all the links there. So at Chris Millhouse on socials and ChrisMillhouse.com if you want. Yeah. Perfect. Follow him. Go to his shows. Come to my shows. Go mm -hmm. to my website. Love you all. Cheers. And uh Thanks for having me, buddy. Thanks so much for Appreciate it, man. Good to, good to chat with you. Yeah. Catch up, old San Diego crew, you know? Fire and mishap. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. See you guys. Trekking heavier, traveling light. There's one thing that's right.